Seville 1075 and 1260 Heart Healthy Listening for Central Virginia. WCHV is not intended to treat any actual medical conditions and should be listened to in conjunction with a well-balanced diet. Consult your physician before turning away from WCHV. I ain't had a day off now in over a year. I just making vacations, gonna start right here. Hit the phones for me, you can tell them I just sailed away. And pour me something tall and strong, make me a hurricane before I go insane. It's only half past twelve, but I don't care. It's five o'clock somewhere. Uh, Cal, some of the other Cal, things that you have Cal, been depicted. I was there. I was there, Joe. People died. Yeah, and Ashley Babbitt. I respect anybody who's got any right to have a position. When the walls of the Capitol were breached and police officers maybe have made a decision rather than continuing the fight through all the hallways, I saw the destruction that was done mm. to the to the U.S. Capitol. That was Mark Warner from yesterday morning's uh, program. You may have missed it. It was late in the uh, program. Uh, I find it interesting, the, uh, the, the reaction to it, and I think some of it uh, begins where you begin. Uh, if you didn't like President Trump, you didn't like my interview. If you didn't like Mark Warner, you didn't like my interview. If you liked Mark Warner, you didn't like Mark Warner's presentation on the interview i mean it's a a mixed bag of reactions uh to our chat with mark warner uh about first and foremost we talked a little bit about tech uh and cybersecurity and the chai comms after that uh but uh this this one from daniel who says you know i voted for mark warner the last couple of times and i thought he sounded very petulant when you questioned him about his opinion on what was on the video and if he had seen the videos that had been released. Can you guys please give me somebody to vote for the next time he's up for re-election? Uh, I'll get into some of the uh, data. Uh, Daniel Gade, I thought Daniel Gade was a terrific candidate. and he, From what I've been told by uh, veterans in the community, he's doing a terrific job uh, for Governor Yunkin, Director of Veterans Affairs now here in the Commonwealth. But... Um, Daniel Gade didn't come close to beating Mark Warner. So, I mean, the frustrations with Mark Warner um, you know, don't seem to manifest at the ballot box. But, you know, that can be a battle for it. Chris had a thought on um, Mark Warner in the January 6th videos, the videos that came out through uh, Tucker Carlson. I, this, this email from Jan, who said, I thought it interesting that Mark wouldn't say the name Tucker Carlson. I, I can get into that as well. Chris, good morning, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for letting me uh, speak on the air. Um, you do a great service to our community, and I'm glad that you moved here. Well, you know, uh, here's here's my programming theory on that. If it's just, you know, I'm just the sa- sound of one hand clapping. Uh, otherwise, so you know, <laughs> well, let's let's let both hands clap. Well, you know, the thing is, is that we have we have gateways in our in our free society and um and and there's not a whole lot of conservative gateways and you're and you're one of them and we try. Uh, you're much you're much appreciated and thank you uh, again i'm glad that you moved here and that you're living in the area because we need this country needs conservative gateways and i tell you what man um when you get someone like speaker mccarthy who actually earns their paycheck and does their job, stands up for the country, protects the society, protects the people by making it known the hours and hours and hours of surveillance tape in the White House. I have had a gut feeling for a long time that some of this was staged by the Democrats to make President Trump look horrible. I went up to D.C. shortly after this uh, this debacle on January 6th, and I went to Union Square, where the uh, I think it's where the uh, train station is. Yeah, in the uh, middle Columbus of that circle, circle was a huge uh, truck with a screen on the back instead of a box, and speakers blaring mm-hmm. like the Nazis, and it was all footage. Um, 
less footage of what happened in January 6th. I thought I'd, I thought I'd, uh, I'd step behind the, the Iron Curtain. And now uh, we have uh, jokers like Mark Warner and Liz Cheney. Um, they're being proven to, uh, in certain instances, to be liars, bold-faced liars. And, and I tell you, the only thing, the only thing that's going to change my mind about these Democrats is when they get on the bandwagon with Speaker McCarthy and they start saying to the American people, you were lied to in this case, in this instance of January 6th. We are, we are seeing the videos. Whoever did not want the videos produced needs to do jail time. Seriously, they need to go to jail. So you're looking that serious. You're looking for a Virgil Goode. You, you, you know, for reference, for historical reference, Virgil Goode was the Virginia 5th District Congressman, a Democrat, who, upon finding out about what was going on in the president's office with his interns, um, said, I, I can't go for that. And then, you know, seeing him lie on, uh, lie under oath about uh, what was going on, uh, voted as a Democrat to impeach Bill Clinton and then quit the party over it and mm. um and ran as an independent one uh, one term as an independent then actually joined the republican party so so you're what you're looking for chris is is the modern equivalent of some virgil goods out there well you know he and i share something in common because that's when i stopped voting for democrats was when uh, i saw that the national organization for women made not a peep about this powerful man, the most powerful man in the world, uh, taking advantage of one of his female uh, interns. And the National Organization for Women said nothing. And I said, these people have no principle. I can't be voting for these people. They have no integrity. They have no, they have no, uh, no human dignity. I mean, they've got human dignity, but they're abusing it. Mm-hmm. And if they're abusing their own dignity, you know they're going to abuse other people's dignity. And I had to leave the party. And I, I tell you, man, I'm, I'm no better than the, than, than the next person walking down the street. I'm, 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 I swear to God, I've mm-hmm. got so many skeletons in my closet. But let me tell you something. Would you lie to me? Oh my gosh! <laughs> I got, <laughs> I got, I got children. I got children that live in this country. They're going to have children that are going to live in this country. I don't need a pack of liars moving into my town taking down my monuments, working at the University of Virginia because they, uh, they, they hold the truth. They withhold the truth like Liz Cheney did from the American people. Come on now. You people got to step up and stop selling out your souls. That's exactly what they're doing. They're mm-hmm. sellouts. Mark well, yeah. Warner and because they, they like the power, and and the problem is we keep voting for these folks, and that's why those video trucks and stuff like that they have to keep this narrative so you keep voting for them because without fifty point one percent of the votes, uh, whether they be actual or not, that's also why voter fraud exists because they have to get to that fifty first vote percent, and 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 they don't believe they can because when when it is just a fair fight of ideas. And personality is taken out of it, and just character debate about you know what is the role of government, that kind of thing. Mm. Minimum, minimum, Chris, seventy-five percent of Americans agree with you and me on all of these issues, issue by issue. But as soon as you insert personality, insert as soon as you insert personal benefit, uh, all of these things corrupt your decision, and you start you know saying, well. You know, I do get a check from the government every month for my business. So, uh, identity politics. Yeah, exactly. I tell you, I tell you man, let, let me tell you, we, we need we need George Washington to come back. <laughs> You're not I think Democrats. I think Democrats would would listen to George Washington. I really do. Yeah, well, I think look at they me. would. Uh, they would. They would respect his uh, his leadership. They would respect his character. And they would do what's right for the country. We need Democrats to start doing what's right for the country. Stop voting for cads like Bill Clinton. Well, it, and, and we also need to stop the, the political party power. I was talking about that with exactly. uh, so so. I, oh, that was what I was talking with Tulsi Gabbard about at CPAC um, on last Saturday's show. Was was this you know how these political parties wield such power over human beings? 
and and make them capitulate to their wills, and it's almost like you know mob politics. Um, and and yeah, got, ridiculous. I got to run to break, Chris. But well said, my friend. Beautifully said, and you have a wonderful uh, Friday morning. Yeah, don't move away. No, what are you kidding? I just bought a house. I got a mortgage payment for the next thirty years. You're stuck with me, son. That's good. It's like you put a let's go Brandon case on your smartphone. Let's go Brandon. I agree. Listen live on the free Seville 1075 app. I would there. I would there go. People die. Yeah, Ashley Babbitt. Anybody who's got any right to have a position, when the walls of the Capitol were breached, and police officers maybe have made a decision rather than continuing the fight through all the hallways, I saw the destruction that was done to the, the office of the Senate clerk that had the ballot. And uh, that is from, uh, and, I, and I wanted to play that clip again because Mark Warner, uh, during the interview, it is my belief that he outed uh, what the narrative is, much like he did in the bowels of the FU Center in Philadelphia back in 2016 uh, when uh, asked, the ink wasn't even dry yet on John Podesta's email leak through WikiLeaks, and I asked him about them, and he said, I don't know, could, where did these come from? Could it be Russia? Could it be China? And that beca- and sure enough, the next day, that was the narrative. Uh, I think uh, when you hear him say this, uh, you, you, you have a, a look at what the narrative is going uh, to be going forward, that the uh, police that you see in the videos – uh, that uh, Tucker Carlson has been playing, Kevin McCarthy has sent out, uh, we're just doing it to de-escalate the scene. Mark my words. That's what uh, you're going to hear for the remainder of the weekend. Watch the Sunday Talkers. It's only going to be, well, I mean, the police were just trying to de-escalate the scene. Uh, that's why you see them ushering people around like the QAnon shaman and all these other uh, folks there. Uh, we could get to some of your email reactions. Uh, we didn't have time at the end of the show yesterday to talk about it. Uh, it's a mixed bag. Uh, some liked what I did. Some didn't like what I did. Some called me uh, the Uber Trumpist because I wouldn't let Mark Warner talk. Some people said I let Mark Warner talk too much. I, I don't know. Can't win for losing is what they said in my old neighborhood. Mason's on the line with us. Good morning, Mason. How are you doing, sir? Morning, sir. Doing good. Yourself? Uh, well, I'm only uh, two cups of tea into the morning. How are you doing uh, on the on the count? Uh, ha- half a cup, good. Okay. What's what's happening? <clears throat> I believe that a lot of people missed your interview yesterday. Well, we're going to post I believe it online. You re- I believe you should. No, I should believe you should do better than that. I believe you should reshuffle the deck and play it at six o'clock this morning. You think so? You think people think want so. to hear it? Okay. Well, maybe we will. I'm going to see you're, 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 you're talking about it all the time. Apparently, you think it's important. I think they think it's important, too. Well, all right. We'll take that. I used to do a request show when I was in rock and roll radio. So, uh, <laughs> uh, more, more Rolling Stones, please. <laughs> okay. Okay. So noted there. All right. What, 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 did you hear it? Did, were you listening at, uh, 850? I caught the, I caught, I caught the tail end. I was busy doing something, and I came back to the radio, and I caught the tail end of it. Uh, when we we were talking a little bit about the Chicoms and the technology and in, in, uh, influence that they're wielding, uh, and I think that's an important side of it too. I mean, I ha- I couldn't leave the January sixth sixth videos not discussed. Um, but I, I also wanted to talk to him a little bit about you know the Chinese Communist Party and you know, Huawei and all these other technology companies, uh, especially when when they have access to so many of our things. And you know, and, and here's an interesting sidebar. And we ran out of time because nine o'clock was bearing down on me. But and I sent him an email. I said one of the things I really am concerned about is these kids with TikTok and all these Chicom technologies, especially in the in the physical infrastructure of the phones. These cameras, these microphones, can be turned on uh, at any time. So you know, if if you've got a Chinese manufactured chipboard in your phone, uh, uh, what is the what is the guarantee that you're not having it turned on and, and listened to while you're sitting in your uh, office at uh, the General Assembly or in Washington, D.C.? You know what I'm saying, Mason? There's none. I have 
let's just say, more than one laptop, mm-hmm. and all of them have a piece of tape over the camera. Uh, yeah, a lot of people do that. Yep. There's good reason to do it. Yeah. We've, we've seen proof of it, too, and that's not a conspiracy. You know, these cameras, uh, there was a 2020 special some years ago about how you can turn on somebody's phone while sitting, you know, using VPN, while sitting in a cafe. You can turn people's phones on uh, while you're sitting across the table from them or at the next table over. Uh, technology, what a hell of a thing. <laughs> yes, it is. We always manage to build a better mousetrap and then catch our thumb in it. Good good and bad. Yep, exactly. Anything else for me, sir? No, sir. All right, well, I will take that six, under six, advisement. Six, six, six o'clock, please. Six, six o'clock request. Uh, uh, all right, so so the voting is opening at 434-964-1075. Emails come in to joe at wchv.com. Do you want to hear the interview again, or do you just want me to post it online? Thank you, Mason. Have maybe, a great maybe, 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 maybe hear the interview for the first time. Yeah, that's true. That's true. A lot of people are early risers. Thank you, sir. Right. Okay, bye. All right, so votes come in. We'll do a, you know, can we get a poll up real quick? We haven't done a poll online in like half a decade. Uh, something something like that. Stand up for dissident journalism. Dr. Lasler is on that play. Why do you stand here? Why don't you stop Joe it? Thomas in the morning on Seaville 1075 and 1260 WCHV. Mason uh, earlier when I said I used to do actually the the high point prior to arriving in Charlottesville in my mind of my radio career was uh, JT's weekday office party which is what I called it it was the 90s it was it was the 90s and JT's weekday office party was all requests 10 a.m. till 3 in the afternoon and then the consultants started coming in then it became just requests between noon and one. Then it became no more phone calls, just play their songs for them. And we used to chat with people working all over Long Island, Long Island. It's, it's very much like Lake Monticello, only uh, on Long Island. The water surrounds the Long Islanders instead of the other way around. Um, so, but, uh, you know, so the requests are out now. Mason has posted the request that he that I replay the Mark Warner chat that we had at the end of yesterday's program. Dave Engel writes in, I was out of town yesterday. Please replay the interview. Uh, so Mason's getting some support there. Um, also, um, uh, don't know who this is. They didn't, they didn't post it, but a, a post from the smartphone app says replay. Okay, so there's two votes for Mason and his request. Uh, Matt is on the line, sounding exasperated, but Matt, I'm confused. I never said the words Chuck or Schumer in a row, uh, so I don't know what's exasperated you. Please explain. It It is getting to the point where when Mark Warner gets that certain whine in his voice, that is his as exasperating to me as Chuck Schumer. <laughs> he, he often seems like he's just repeating whatever Chuck Schumer says, and I think that's several of the emails I got sound, uh, after the interview yesterday seemed, seemed to express that displeasure that he is becoming less and less of an independent voice the more and more he says uh, that uh, he is this bipartisan leader. Well, one of the things that I have noticed in the news stories that I have been reading about this whole January 6th business is that shortly after the incident itself, the news media was using the number three as far as the fatalities related to the incident. But then Several months later, that got blown up to five. 
And then I saw a story, I think, in the New York Times a couple of several weeks ago. They used the number seven. So it's like the farther we get from the incident, the larger the number that the news media is trying to portray as having died mm-hmm. in the Capitol that night. But they're, re- they're always, they're always careful to. to couch it. They're always careful to couch it in related to. Right. So that if there was a guy there who had a heart attack three weeks later, they'd say, oh, well, he was at the Capitol, so that must be related. I wonder I if mean, the same would apply. We would if somebody expired while awaiting trial in, in their holding cell, would they include that number? <laughs> Just ask. Particularly if they died of old age. <laughs> um, but uh, We laugh I lest mean, we is... cry. <laughs> I mean, uh... this this is the thing. It's it's like you get these, <clears throat> these things that the news media latch onto and... They keep making it bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, and we, we sort of went through this with COVID when you would have somebody who, yes, they had lung cancer. They had a weak heart. They had diabetes and they were 50 pounds overweight and they get COVID and suddenly everything collapses. And it's like, oh, well, they died of COVID. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, they had lung cancer already. They were going to die. The gunshot wound had nothing to do with it, officer. It uh, it was COVID. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that's yeah. The, that, but that's the you know the thing we do, and we create these relationships because we're trying to sales pitch. This is this is this is like McDonald's trying to convince you that the Big Mac is good for you. Uh, you know, this is this is how they you know they've got to get the stories out there, and then they they get the news stories. The, uh, uh, what was his name? Um, the, the Obama advisor, national security advisor, whose brother ran CBS for a while. I forget his name, but he, oh, yeah. But he, he talked gleefully about how the echo chamber works. And then we see it, we, we actually go back and see it with Obamacare. You get some news stories, and then the news stories become the source for the next round of news stories. They did it again with the Russian dossier. Uh, that's actually how they got the FBI warrant to, <laughs> was, was, was they put a news story out there that the president had discussed this, because once the president discussed it, then the FBI director could discuss it, and and then once the news story was out there, the news story became the evidence for the FISA warrant. It's just uh, we we're we're yeah. killing ourselves with process, precedent, all of these legal games, and I think that's the itching powder that's on the skin of so many Americans right now is that we're we're all living this post Clintonian world where we're we're playing in the gray area of what the definition of is is. Well, I, I mean, we need we need to get back to reality, <laughs> and and this is. This is the thing that I, I get so upset with. It's, it's like we were discussing, I think it was yesterday or the day before, about, you know, there's this political wrangling about where the FBI's new headquarters should be. Um, what we should be discussing is whether the Federal Bureau of Intimidation survives. Yeah. Whether, whether we're going to keep this monster or just put it out of our misery. And we shouldn't be discussing, oh, let's oh, reward them with a grand new headquarters someplace. Could we make the headquarters a quid pro quo, since Joe likes those? Say, uh, you know, yeah. uh, say to them, you don't get the money for the new headquarters until we start seeing some people, you know, indicted for, uh, you know, malfeasance, or at the very least on, you know, on some administrative, you know, roster of punishments. The prop. The problem with that is, if if we set it up that way, what you will see are several low-level apparatchiks who get told, mm. okay, it's time for you to fall on the grenade for the team. Right, it's show trials. And, yeah, and the, and the, the higher-up people that are, gonna, that are responsible for all of this are never going to be touched. And yeah. even, even if you abolish the FBI, 
the higher-ups that caused all of this are never going to be touched. And, and, let me, and you know, I'm going to throw something out there that I hear a lot when it comes to the FBI and the Russian dossier. And it goes back to what we talk about in the old John Adams, you know, un-American activities. What what is a threat to America? Uh, that that premise that was laid out in the creation of the Patriot Act and how that has been expanded, like you mentioned, incrementally a little bit over time. What is related to what is a threat to America? What could be related to a threat to America? What is the ground work behind the uh, establishment of a potential maybe to a threat to America? And it expands out a little bit, a little bit each time um, until all of a sudden, you know, just saying hi to somebody who's under investigation now gets you hauled in uh, for your own deposition, and by the way, those attorneys don't come cheap, uh, and and that's the yeah. that's the that's the Jim Jordan committee. This weaponization of government against us, and you listen to it in Mark Warner's statement about you know the, the desecration of the Capitol. The Capitol is simply a building, and and isn't there a um, a, a, a commandment against you know worshiping false gods? And and we've created this these false gods of these buildings and these edifices and these offices. That's not where America resides. But we've we've convinced ourselves, or somebody has convinced us, that America well, resides in yeah. these buildings and in these offices and these bureaucracies, not in us. Yeah, Mark Mark Warner has made the mistake of not understanding that this is the people's house. This isn't his house. Yeah. And the the capital is where we send these people to work for us. And, and this is, this is the thing. It's like they get all upset when the peasants finally get annoyed enough with these people to actually do something. Mm -hmm. And this is, this is why we get you know, all of this show trial stuff with this whole mockery that the Democrats have done for the last two years. This is why the New York Times and the Washington Post, they sort of jump up that number of casualties a little bit every couple of months. I mean, it, at this rate, in a couple of years, there will have been 25 people killed. Mm-hmm. In relation to the January 6th. And the only one who actually died that day was, and and I got some, I got, I had four emails complaining that I was being petulant to Mark by interrupting him when I pointed out Ashley Babbitt was the one who died that day. And, and four emails. I was literally 50 50 split on thank you for saying that. So I don't know. I guess, like I said earlier, the old expression was you can't win for losing. I, 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 I was, I heard that part of it on the news. I didn't, I didn't hear the, the whole interview. I was tied up with something else. Oh, sure. But I heard that element on the news. And when I heard you step in and cor- not even, well, not even really correct him. You just named one of the, the one person who got killed. That was like making a sharp noise at your dog when they're just starting to pee on the carpet. <laughs> and. And to me, that was that was a good part of the interview. And again, I only heard the thirty seconds or whatever oh, that you played on the news. I don't know if I can make it past that metaphor, uh, Matt. But I, I can't <laughs> interrupt a break. Uh, thank you, sir. You have a blessed morning. So, so you are you in favor of me replaying it? Um, a deal, a dealer's choice on this one. Okay. Right. Um, I, I, I didn't hear it yesterday. I wouldn't mind hearing it again. If I don't hear it again, then I get to chase it down on the podcast. All right. Well, I appreciate it, sir. God at, bless. At some, at some point, I will hear the full thing, whether you broadcast it at six or not. Okay. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. This one from John. Mark Warner is a waste of airtime then, and he's a waste of airtime now. Please do something else. Okay, this is this is what I face. Is that this? But but more importantly, let's go back to the email just before I go to break. The email can can you Republicans please give me somebody to vote for other than this guy? 
Well, uh, we're going to poke into that next. AM, FM, streaming, and now a smartphone app at your service since 1933. WCHV. Joe Thomas in the morning, 434-964-1075. Zarno. On the subject of can you Republicans give me somebody to vote for, I've had enough. Well, what was wrong with Daniel Gade? And, and you know, understand 2020 was a presidential year. Daniel Gade got as many votes as Donald Trump in Virginia, 1,934,000 votes. Mark Warner got 2.466 million votes. Mark Warner got more votes in Virginia in 2020 than Joseph R. Biden did. Um, so, so you need somebody who's going to get 2.5 million votes. Uh, you say, well, what about Glenn Youngkin? Glenn Youngkin only got 1.6 million votes because it was an off year. It didn't have the presidential coattails, uh, on it. But, you know, what, what are you not seeing? Uh, in in these candidates, Dan Gade, from what I understand, has been doing a great job at the Department of Veterans Affairs for Governor Youngkin. Uh, maybe he's doing better service to Virginians in this role than he would have been as U.S. Senator. Don't know. Joe is hanging on the line at four three four nine six four one zero seven five. Good morning, Joe. What's your on your mind, sir? Well, I just turned on the radio, so this may have been already gone over, but uh, when I, I heard the mention of Warner and what he said yesterday uh, about the uh, policeman being killed, mm-hmm. and it wasn't true at all. I ha- had heard the fact that they had committed suicide. Some did, yes, some did. And and the uh, the fellow that uh, was said to have been hit over the head with a fire. Uh, implemented some sort, um, actually uh, had a stroke a, a day or so later. Mm-hmm. And they had him on film also. You, you may have gone over this, and I apologize. No, 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 that's fine. Everyone's on. joining us in progress. Yeah. But, uh, okay. But, well, but, you know, but the point is, is what Matt was saying, is what they do is they use the phrase related to. Uh, and then, and then you can start to extrapolate. You can make that mean anything once you've established the idea that somebody has passed away in relation to an event, whatever it may be. I like Chris's term, the debacle exactly. on January sixth, um, because that covers a exactly. lot of things. So, so you can say in related, the only one who really died that day in the event was Ashley Babbitt. And I heard, I didn't see it yet, but they. Supposedly, there may be some film on that, mm-hmm. um, but uh, it was clear she was murdered. You know, there, there's unfortunately there's not audio in this video, so you don't know the interchanges that are going on. And if there is yeah. a video of her uh, shooting, uh, you know, if you think if you think people are upset right now, just imagine if the next thing Tucker Carlson airs is the video of her being shot. Oh my God! You 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 have not seen anything in terms of hair on fire. You know, Chuck Schumer won't be able to contain himself um, uh, over it yeah. if that if that happens. But um, anyway, Joe, I've got to run to the news at six. Do you want me to replay uh, Mark Warner's interview from yesterday or not? Um, no, I I I'm sort of disgusted okay there you go gary gary in berlin agrees with you he said hearing a hitler replay is no good either so i I guess that's his point on it have a great morning all right thank you voted one of virginia's top newscasts what now it's a brave new world right now seville 1075 and 1260 wchv amen fm charlottesville at a moment like this i can't help but wonder what would Jimmy Buffett do? Funny you should ask, Al. <laughs> I'd say, pull me something tall and strong. Make it a hurricane before I go insane. It's only half past twelve, but I don't care. Pour me 
somewhere. Joe Thomas in the morning, uh, and the votes continue to come in now uh, to the negative. Uh, time to promote the Snooze Alarm Survivor podcast. Uh, no, no reason to hear from that lying sack of excrement one more time. Uh, this one, Joe, you sounded horrible in the interview. It made you look bad, weak, and ineffectual. If you want to do that again, go ahead. Okay. Well, it's all sorts of, all sorts of, this one, Joe, you are an idiot for having Mark Warner on your show in the first place. Talking about you having him on the show makes you a bigger idiot. Can we get somebody else? Never mind. Never mind. Can we get somebody else to run again? Mark against Mark Warner. Can we get somebody else on the radio in the morning? They're fired up this Friday. This is cool. I haven't. I have not been yelled at this much about one thing since the day I suggested that we would get more people out to vote if we offered them free chicken. And I was called a racist on Reddit. There was a whole Reddit page about broadcasters, and uh, and the Reddit page lit up over that. And I, and, um, I think it ended with somebody suggesting that my wife should leave me, take my children, and that I should die destitute in a gutter somewhere. At least I hadn't been called a Nazi uh, yet. AJ's hanging on the line. Good morning, AJ. How are you doing, sir? <laughs> Better than you, evidently. <laughs> Oh, I don't, do I care? There are, and I say this, and I love you calling, and I love everyone who calls and listens, but there are only, there are only four, maybe five people on the planet who, if they told me they hated me, I would really be upset about it. They're my three kids, my wife, and my best friend, Pete. Uh, and, and those are the five people. If those five people turn on me, then I've got problems. Um, after that, it's all sauce for the goose, man. <laughs> it's, you know what? If, if, if you're taking flack, you're over the target, I guess. Yeah, and that's the real you know, freedom, and that's the real power is when you don't really care what everybody else thinks about you. It gives you that, you know, you just don't care. It's kind of like what Donald Trump has. And, you know, people are going to hate you and people are going to love you for it. That's just the way it is, and you can't get around that. Mm -hmm. Anyway, what's on your mind? Should I replay the interview or not? Oh, please don't. I like to keep my breakfast down. (laughs) But uh, you asked about Daniel Gade and Mark Warner and why Mark Warner keeps getting elected. You know, you got too many people that don't pay attention to anything, and they just think that it's a joke when you call these people communists or they want to destroy this country. That's the problem. Nobody takes these people serious. Mm-hmm. They don't really look at what they're trying to do. How many Americans know right now that in the, in the Inflation Reduction Act that the government is paying power companies to dismantle their electric, you know, their coal-fired electric yep. plants, and it takes 10 years to build those plants. So when they get all this new Green Deal stuff and it doesn't work, just like Texas and a lot of these, when they start having brown outages, and no power, you can't just turn on a power plant because the government has paid to dismantle them. Mm-hmm. People don't pay attention to anything. They don't. They think digital currency is a joke. They don't. They don't. Oh, our government will nev- never use it to control us or control what we buy or anything like that. People don't pay attention, and we always have to remember. People, this is one thing that's always passed over. Before Donald Trump, you couldn't question the media. You couldn't report. You couldn't come out and say um, MSNBC is biased. Until he came out and actually called that out, you couldn't say that the CNN was was against like a Democrat organization. You couldn't say none of that. He changed all that. So you only had, what, six years, seven years of actual people standing up and calling this stuff out? And I don't think it's filtered to some people. And I think it's one of my biggest gripes with the Republican Party. They don't have the backbone to stand up and say the truth. They don't have the backbone to call these people what they are. They're communists. They're Marxists. They will destroy this country, and I think that that when people don't actually push back on them, and that's like if I had any criticism of your um, interview with him, I love the Ashley Babbitt, but I think you should have followed up with that. You should have told him to his face, you're a liar. Seven people did not die that day. I mean, more, you know, I think, and I think it caught you off guard of how irate he got as soon as you mentioned that footage, because the Democrat Party has put everything into the last two years into labeling insurrectionists. Donald Trump, they can't, they cannot run on policies. They only have to on this smoke and mirrors. If that smoke and mirrors come down and the people of this country actually realize what they're doing, then it's all over. Mm-hmm. So any, any time you push back on that, those smoke and mirrors or threaten to crack one of those mirrors, they're irate. And that's what I noticed out of his, you know, the interview yesterday was just how irate he got. 
and and you should you know, and my my compliment to him my thing to him would have been like it's just the truth it's just the truth if a video comes out you why can't the american people watch the videos make their own judgments why do they need you mark warner to tell them how they should feel about something they mm-hmm. see with their own eyes that's, well, that's, what, that's things- the problem just like you and matt said these people think they're gods they think mm-hmm. that they're the narrative of truth and that they should tell you in their temple what went on when when why just let the american people look at it and make their own judgment well you know and it's interesting so so at the very end of the arc uh in the interview he says that same thing he goes put all of it up there he you know he, he was so agitated that he was like put all of it up there so so his suggestion is to make all forty thousand hours of security camera footage available okay let's do that let's do that let's the let's let the american people see everything uh, that went on, uh, but but more importantly, and it was the part of the, uh, the, the that clip that I played where he's he's told us what is going to come, and I I put dollars down on this all weekend. You're going to hear, oh sure, they were ushering people around, they were just trying to de-escalate the scene. Um, so so of course you see Capitol police officers ushering people down the hallways and waving to them. They're trying to de-escalate it. That's, that's going to be their narrative. And they've already started pitching the, the stand down again. Uh, it's, it's, it, it really is. You start to hear some of this stuff. I think it was Charlie that mentioned it yesterday that, that what they learned on Jane, on August 12th in Charlottesville was all brought back to bear, uh, on January 6th. And again, I, I like Chris's term debacle because debacle to me Im- infers that there's, there is, as President Trump said on August 12th, 2017, blame on both sides. Uh, blame on both sides. Now, I think that uh, there were, there's a lot more to come out of these videos and I hope that Fox allows, or if, or if they fire Tucker Carlson, somebody at Rumble gives him a channel, Joe Rogan puts him on his show, or somebody, uh, because he can come here if he wants to. I just don't think I've got the platform, and nobody's mentioned Joe Rogan in a few months. Um, but if Fox fires him, I hope Joe Rogan says, hey, uh, bring your videos here. Let's take a look at them. Uh, but Mark Warner did, at the end of it, say exactly, almost word for word, what you said there. Put them all up there. Put them all up there. Because he's accusing Kevin McCarthy, ironically, of, of cherry-picking videos uh, to feed to C- Tucker Carlson. Well, that's what they do. I mean, the first part of his statement wasn't he wanted them out there, but then he knows you know, it's, it's like you say, the multifaceted. He had to change that around when he realized what he was looking like. So he had to change that around. It's like, oh, of course we want them out. Mm-hmm. No, they don't. They want the, like I said yesterday, they want the approved news organizations to put them out and show what they want to show. Mm-hmm. They don't want everything showed. And, and it's just a joke. I mean, at the end of the day, American people have got to wake up. You, right. You've got to realize that these people don't want, they want to be in every aspect of your life controlling you. And I just think that, we don't call that out enough, and we don't look at these people and just call them straight to their face. You're a communist. You're you're an authoritarian. You're that's, a tyrant. That's the word. I wish I, my bell is broken. I broke my bell, AJ. But you know, but that's the <laughs> that's the word. That's the word. It's an authoritarian because before Marx wrote the word communist down, uh, Rome did it. Caesar did it. The the Greeks, the the Egyptians, all of them fell under the authoritarians, uh, and and that's what we've developed. We've we've our laziness has allowed us to metastasize the authoritarians in this government because we feel like, oh, well, it's cool. I've got a, I've got a senator that's looking out for my business. Well, it's all fun and games until the senator changes, and now they're looking out for your competitor's business. And, and that's well, what I, we need to wake people up to. Well, I think it's the American people's flaw, too. We're a good people. We don't want to go to violence, or we don't want to be up in arms. We don't want to do that until last resort. And I think we will turn a blind eye to everything until it becomes unbearable. And that's, it's one of our downfalls. We, we don't look at Mark Warner. There's a, there's a majority of Americans in Virginia that'll look at Mark Warner and say, well, he's not a bad guy. He doesn't want to take my rights away. That, that's just, a, you know, narrative. But they won't look at the truth. And I think that's just a flaw of, of American people. Mm-hmm. We're just, we're too good hearted. We just want to go about our day, bust our tails and make a good, you know, 
yeah. home for our families and we don't look at the danger that's outside the door. Well, and, and, and the other side of it is, is mob rule. When you, when you look at the mob, when you, when you look at, you know, a, you know, good people, but then you get into this mob rule where you feel anonymous for your participation in it and psych- psychologists can spend days talking about what mob rule, what the mob mentality, uh, can do to a, a normal thinking, you know, reasonable, rational person, uh, is, is, is important to apply to here as well, uh, as it did to August 12th in 2017, Antifa and BLM, uh, as well as the David Duke reunion tour that came to Lee Park. Uh, all these people, they live in a mob rule mentality, and that's where I believe in the individual. I don't believe in the mob. Uh, but but George Mason and Patrick Henry were afraid of a mob of 535. 535 people are a mob as well, never mind the, the multitudes that work in these bureaucracies. That's mob rule as well. It's just in a you know, pressed white suit and a navy blazer. Well, we're always going to be a mob. We're just supposed to be anchored into two pillars. One, the Constitution, and one, the Ten Commandments. But those are about individuals, not mobs. Remember that. Uh, those, 100%. You, yeah, and that's where the, the, the freedom is going to come back from the individual, not from the mob. Anyway, AJ, God bless you, sir. You have a great morning. God bless you too, bud. Trusting you to know information from disinformation. I have the freedom to kill you with my COVID. Without a government board. You're mocking me, aren't you? Oh, no. WCHV. Joe Thomas in the morning, 434-964-1075. We have reached a decision in this representative republic called Joe Thomas in the morning. Something wrong with the world today. I don't know what it is. Something's wrong with our eyes. We're seeing things in a different way. God knows it ain't his. It sure ain't no surprise yeah. We're living on the edge Living on the edge So uh, in this representative republic, the votes are in, and as uh, the, deci- the final decision maker, uh, we will uh, take... Uh, the audio clip, and, and normally it takes a couple of days. We're we're a couple of days behind. We haven't got, got nearly anything from CPAC up online. It is there. It needs to be tightened up, and 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 words need to be written about it. But uh, the uh, clip, the interview in its entirety, me and Mark Warner uh, is in the podcast channel right now, about to be published. So uh, as of six thirty this morning, you will be able to listen to it on all of your favorite podcast subscriptions uh, <clears throat> except Spotify uh, or through the free Seville 1075 smartphone app or at WCHV.com because there are too many other things to get into uh, this morning uh, to it so and it's as as Gene writes in he says Joe I remember once that you complained that everyone else doesn't have a problem with airing best of shows but you do uh don't make this a, the first time you do a best of all right that's uh, fair you're right uh, gotta live in the now good morning who's this good morning joe it's joel hey joel how are you doing sir good how are you well there's good yeah there's two things i like to say so how how does uva find liz cheney credible because everything that she's done is a lie and even her representation as a well, she tells the them. Person in government. She tells them the lies they want to hear. She yeah, that's what it is. No, but, it's, it's, but I mean, she's not even representing her party that 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 she supposedly endorses. Well, and, yeah, but and, that, that, and, that doesn't matter. It's about celebrity. It's cult of personality now, and it's yeah. and it's it reinforcing the echo. I thought it was following like uh, leftist beliefs and what what is probably even being taught. Well, yeah, because because what what good is indoctrination if you don't have people uh, that that make the case? Because indoctrination only works when you have enough gaslighting going on around you to make you feel like, well, I I didn't think it made any sense, but everyone else tells me it does. So I understand, you know, we have a First Amendment and we have a Constitution, we have a Bill of Rights, but the the, the problem is when 
when you're as as the second part of this is that all the all those tapes are aren't they aren't they since the Capitol is a building for we the people it, it, and 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 <laughs> the, 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 silly mortal. So so I mean aren't the, aren't those tapes part of what we should be able to see? Aren't aren't they part of you America? Think? Aren't they part of the, the documents, the record? Yeah, but they, uh, yeah, but that's where you get into legal proceedings, and and this is why it's important to keep the narrative of of people were injured. This is why you know if they finished all the court cases of all the people who stand accused, then then they have no reason to keep those images from you because they could be part of a criminal proceeding. It could be jury tainting. It could be all these things. See, these are the legal games that uh, uh, what was Shakespeare's line: "Kill all the lawyers, kill them tonight." No, that was uh, Don Henley who uh, paraphrased him. But but it, it, you see what I'm saying about how they've they've weaponized not just our government but the legal system against us. Yeah, but did you notice the the I don't know his name. I guess he was from uh, South Carolina or North Carolina. The 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 one that the other person that conducted uh, along with uh, Cheney the uh, the fake uh, uh, hearing. That nobody actually even viewed any of the raw footage before that. It was all edited by an ABC right. hired former ABC hired producer. Yeah, yeah. So, it, so a- how, how can they even say that's credible? It's like when they it's like when they when they when they pass their trash, their their pork bills. There's four thousand pages, and 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 then they go, oh, okay, everything's good in there because it's developed by us Democrats. But that's but that's the authoritarians need that again. It's all about narrative. See what you, the real people who are looking at these videos are the faceless people you never hear of. These are the bureaucrats and the gray edifices of the of the deep state. Um, but if, if, uh, let me run. I've got to get to the news six thirty okay. here, Joel. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. All right, you have a good day. As popular as the flowering dogwoods in Charlottesville, <laughs> without the sneezing. Seville 1075 and 1260 WCHV.